Welcome back. I'm going to talk about how I made over $30,000 in just one month on Etsy. And this was, keep in mind, my husband was deployed on a submarine at the time. I had a three-year-old son who was um, in childcare. Thank God for childcare. Um, he was in childcare from eight in the morning until four in the afternoon. So I had that much time that I could make this happen. Um, I was alone at the time, did not have employees. It was, it was rough, but we made it happen and uh, we've done it many, many times since. So this is not a one-time thing. It's uh, pretty much the norm for us now. I'm just going to give you the tips and tricks to getting us from the you know, 20, $25,000 a month up into that 30 to 40,000 a month range. So let's get into it. Number one, you need to have the postal service coming to your house every day that you ship. This is very important because if you set it up for just once a week and you know you work on your orders all week and you have them come on Friday, they might forget. Postal service is notorious for having um, substitutes, different people coming and going, and if they make it part of their habit to do your pickup, I recommend setting it up on the postal service's website at least doing five days a week, if not Saturdays as well. But that way they will just make it part of their route and it won't be like a one-off thing that they can sometimes forget about. And if they forget, it's gonna be too late for you to try to get to the post office. And if you have kids, there's no way you're gonna be schlepping 20 boxes to the post office um, at the end of the day by yourself. So this is gonna help you keep your turnaround time really tight and that turnaround time is going to set you apart from the competition. This allows you to charge more. You don't have to compete on price when you have a tight turnaround time. And the goal is not the race to the bottom with your pricing. The goal is the best customer service and the best product. And having a tight turnaround time is going to be really, really impressive. And that leads me to number two. You need to find the optimal combination of lead time and price. So in order to really max out your sales for the month, you need to be shipping quickly, but you also need to make sure that you're not giving things away. <laughs> you need to keep your prices high enough so that you're not overwhelmed with orders. You want to fill up the hours that you have to work in the day with production, but you also wanna make sure that you're not overloaded because you're pricing your items too low. If you're finding that your time isn't maxed out and that you have you know, a little extra time in the day, you're not working as fast as you can, and you, you have a couple extra hours that you could fit in production, you could try lowering your prices 10%. What if that were to increase your sales 20%? Now, on the other hand, if you find that your time is completely maxed out, and that remember, that could start to impact the quality and the customer service. So if you find that your time is maxed out, considering raising your prices a little bit. 10%, 15%, you don't need to go crazy. You might be surprised to find that it really does not change demand very much. Usually if you have a you know, strong sales to where your time is maxed out, um, there's enough demand that you can withstand increasing your prices 10%. The goal here is to get you the best hourly wage, which is what you are always thinking about when you're pricing. The next thing you need to do if you wanna be selling at that $30,000 a month level is to batch your work. Now, I'm gonna assume that if you're at $30,000 a month, you, or if you're wanting that, you are not gonna try to do that with one type of item. It's possible, but 
chances are you have a few types of items. Perhaps you have blankets, you have shirts, you have backpacks. Now, you don't want to just complete the orders in order that the customer placed their order. It's confusing, right? You don't want to do everything that was ordered on Monday and then everything that was ordered on Tuesday. You want to do all the sweatshirts that were ordered this week on Monday. The next day, you're going to do all the backpacks that were ordered that week. You are going to batch these together so that during the day, you are focused on one task. You are not splitting your focus and stopping and restarting. Because every time you have to start a new task, you have to refocus and it it really slows you down. It might not feel like it, but I guarantee you're going to see your production go up and your efficiency go up if you batch your work. Number four, you need to make sure that you never run out of stock in anything. Now, I, when you notice that you're getting low on materials, you write that down immediately. You don't wait till the end of the week. You don't say, oh yeah, I'll remember to do that later. No, you write that down or place the order right then. You should never have to turn away business because you're out of stock. Next, in the spirit of ordering things, you never want to drive to the store to pick up materials unless it's like a rush order emergency. You should never be driving to Michael's, to Hobby Lobby, to Walmart. You should be ordering online. Now, there are so many benefits to this, but the main one that I love is that you, you end up getting a lot of shipping supplies, a lot of bubble wrap, a lot of air pockets, um, boxes, cardboard, a lot of packaging supplies you're going to get that you can recycle and use. If you're trying to do $30,000 a month, then every little bit of extra packaging material that you can get for free is going to be a huge benefit. Next, we are going to figure out what the simplest task that takes the most amount of time in your day is, and we're going to hire that out. That, for me, had been packaging. Um, packaging took about two hours a day, and that was something that was really easy to hire out. All you have to do is find someone young, someone who has a little bit of time, someone who, maybe a neighbor who is interested in making a little bit of extra money and just have them come two hours a day. You don't need to put this person on payroll. They can just be a contractor and not legal advice, but you can just have them come as needed, flex with, with the demand that you are facing in your business. They will only specialize in one task. So that is going to give you time to do higher value action items. So that means production, that means messaging customers, that means resolving fires and putting out fires. Just imagine if you have them come for two hours a day, maybe it costs you $30, $40. In that two hours, what I found was that I could spend that two hours fulfilling around $500 worth of orders. Remember, you need to be smart with where you're putting your time because time is your biggest asset as an Etsy shop owner. Now my next tip is something that I am notorious about and my husband might hate me for this one, but I respond to customers within five minutes. I do my very best to always have my phone or my computer nearby and if a response is gonna take less than two, three minutes, I respond right away. Now, you have to remember, when a customer is reaching out to you, to your shop, and they are asking about the item, they are asking if you can do something, asking if you could customize it in a certain way, nine out of 10 times, they've also messaged another shop. So don't feel like you are the only shop that they've reached out to. And you'd be surprised how many customers end up just going with the first person who responds to them. They wanna buy something right now, if you respond to them and give them good information and answer their question completely, quickly, they will likely choose you. So that is sometimes the easiest sale um, that you can get just by responding quickly. 
So when I'm working, I just have my laptop next to me. If I see a message come up and it takes less than two minutes, I respond to it right away. And you'll see in reviews that customers will always compliment your communication. In our shop, I would say 80, 90% of the reviews that we get talk about communication um, as being a positive part of their experience. So I would definitely recommend being quick to respond. The next thing you're gonna focus on is keeping those customer reviews positive. Now I have seen so many shops, when they get overwhelmed, they start to let their customer service slip. I'm sure you've probably experienced that if you've shopped on Etsy. I'm sure you've come across shops where they have a little tag at the top that says, sorry, due to the huge influx of orders, you know, we're having to extend our lead times or so sorry if I haven't gotten back to you, I'm like really overwhelmed. Like you will see stuff like that on quite a few shops. You don't wanna get to that point you need to make sure that you stay on top of customer service. If you don't, and if you start to let that slip, if you start not responding right away, if you start you know, messing up orders, that's going to start giving you an influx of negative reviews. You're gonna see a wave of negative reviews come. When you start to get overwhelmed, things start to slip and it will be reflected in your reviews. And at that point, that ends up stunting your growth. And you have to wait until you can build up another wave of positive reviews in order to get back on top. So do not get off your game here. You really need to focus on keeping the reviews positive. Positive reviews are your biggest asset. They are so important to your shop. They are just as important as having good photos. They are going to set you apart from the competition and it's going to allow you to charge more for your time and for your items and for your creativity. Positive reviews are what sells. So never, ever, ever let those slip because it takes a lot of time to uh, recuperate those. Now, number nine, uh, you are going to want to have scripted responses. You are going to want to have scripted messages that you send out um, in batches. You don't want to have to come up with a new message every time a customer reaches out to you or places an order or asks a question. You want to have a scripted response saved on your notes or on just a Word document that you can copy and paste, plug their name in, plug their item in, and send it off. Your if your turnaround time is more than three days, it is very important that you communicate often with your customer. This is because they are used to ordering things on Amazon with a quick turnaround time. When they send an order through Etsy, they don't really know who they're shopping with and they don't have 100% trust sometimes that the item will actually get shipped out. Maybe they've been burned in the past. The best way to do this is to go to your order page um, every night, look at the orders that have been placed three days or longer ago. You're going to paste a message into the text box and just say, hey Nancy, I just wanted to reach out and reassure you that your order is on schedule and everything's looking great. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes and sneak peeks, here's that link again and I will be in touch again closer to shipment. That's what you're gonna say. I have crafted some amazing, well, of course I think they're amazing. Um, I've crafted some pretty good scripts that I use, that I've used for about four or five years now that um, customers love and it's really clear in your communication and uh, it's I think it's reflected in the reviews that our shop has received. Last key to getting up to that $30,000 a month level is going to be raising your average order value. This is imperative that you figure out how to do this. You do not want to be selling $5 items if you're a, a solo shop owner. you that's not gonna get you to $30,000 fast. 
we need to focus on raising that order value over $100. If you're trying to make $30,000 a month with a $5 item, that means that you have to sell 6,000 items. Can you imagine communicating with 6,000 customers in a month? That would be 200 people a day. That would leave you absolutely no time to make anything. <laughs> Now imagine that you've raised your average order value to $200 a month. Now that is only 150 orders a month, much more manageable. That would be five orders a day. Way easier to communicate with five people a day than 200 people a day. And you'd actually have time to make the things that they've ordered. Personally, I found that around 400 orders a month is comfortable for a single solopreneur. Now, what if you're saying, but Dylan, I only sell like stickers or I only sell like $5 items. How am I supposed to get them to pay $100 or $200 for their order? You need to start bundling. Bundling is going to be key here. You probably don't want to target the person who's going to buy one thing. That's not going to be worth your time. Target people who are worth your time. Think about who needs a lot of my one thing. Who needs a lot of this where I can put 20, 30, 50 in a pack and sell it to them. You can also look into what complementary items might go along with your current product offering. One of my favorite ways to do this is to look at customers who are buying my stuff. I click on their username and then I go and look at what they're favoriting. Now, if I see a theme in what they're favoriting, maybe I sell first birthday banners and I'm seeing that customers are also favoriting a lot of other things that are used for a first birthday. Maybe balloon arches, maybe... Um, maybe invitations, maybe cake toppers. Think about all the different things that would be complementary to the items that you already have that these people are looking for. You're basically targeting your current customer and offering them more that things that they already want. This is an amazing way to grow your business. This is what I've done in my shop. Um, I got my average order value. It was $50 for about the first six months. And now we are over $100, which saves me so much time. And it allowed us to get to those $30,000, $40,000 months really fast. So I hope those tips were helpful. And if you have any questions about them, I'd love to hear from you. Um, please follow us on our Instagram, us, meaning me, on my Instagram, at um, Dylan Jaris. And uh, I'll be back again with some more tips and tactics. Um, if you have any specific questions that I can answer, I would love to do that. So send us a message here or Instagram and we'll get to it. Thanks.